you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. And then there were none. As we head to week number 11, there are no longer undefeated teams. It's only been team for a while in the National Football League. Welcome to NFL Now on NFL Network. From our newsroom in Los Angeles, my name is Andrew Siciliano. Coming up, the highlight from Philadelphia, how the Commanders gave the Eagles their first loss. That is in a moment. We have breaking news, however, into our newsroom here on a Tuesday, and that is breaking news from here in Los Angeles. Cooper Cup, as we told you, does have a high ankle sprain but now he needs surgery. Sean McVay made that announcement within the past hour. Cup is going to injured reserve. It's a minimum of four weeks. Might his season be over? More than anything, especially this year, is let's just take it a day at a time. Um, let's see how that procedure goes uh, tomorrow when he gets that done. Um, let's make sure that all the things that they initially thought based on what the MRI looked like were in alignment. How does that surgery go? But um, I don't think you want to pigeonhole yourself into one, one approach, but you do know that, um, you know, that's the, the first step is the, uh, is, is the surgery. And then, you know, the appropriate steps will be followed after that, but that's kind of where we're, uh, where we are right now. All right, a little more insight now for Mike Garofolo doing the insider duty today after doing Good Morning Football today. Thanks for doing the double dip here, Garofolo. Rams are three and six, so this is a four to six week injury, obviously with the surgery, a minimal of four weeks out on injured reserve. I mean, I guess a lot depends on where the Rams are in the standings in December. There's no question that this is being done with the hope that the Rams are going to win some ball games and be in the. Uh, the playoff run down the stretch here and Cooper Cup comes back and plays in some meaningful games. Yeah, but if it's not the case and it's pretty clear that they're not going to be uh, heading into the postseason, then perhaps this is the last we see of Cooper Cup on the field in 2022, which would be uh, an absolute shame because he's a terrific player to watch. Not a terrific player to have to cover. That's a problem for opposing defenses, but uh, not much has gone the way the Rams had hoped uh, as they tried to run this thing back after winning the Super Bowl last year. And this is just the latest example in a very strange and frustrating season for the Los Angeles Rams. Usually about, you know, six weeks or so uh, with this type of surgery, give or take uh, a week or two on either side. So we'll see about the timeline. As you saw uh, Sean McVay there uh, talk about, well, let's get the procedure done and then go from there. We know how hard Cooper Cup works, period. So you imagine that that uh, work ethic will now be dedicated toward his rehab and return. Uh, but yeah, uh, at least an outside chance we won't see Cooper Cup again on the field this season. We'll see. All right, so for those wondering, um, it is the tightrope procedure, which could get him back a little bit sooner, hypothetically. McVeigh won't make any announcement on that, on that as you heard him say. Yeah. Uh, in, until the surgery is done. Also, Matthew Stafford still in concussion protocol. Rams are putting offensive lineman Alaric Jackson 
and Chandler Brewer on injured reserve, but they might get David Edwards back. But regardless, it looks like a 10th different O-line combination in 10 weeks coming up in New Orleans this Sunday. I want to focus here on the Eagles. As James Palmer, you just heard me say, A.J. Brown tweeted, all that 17-0 bleep is now over with. It's how they respond. Yeah, respond was the number one word that was said in the Eagles locker room that I was in after this loss to the Commanders on Monday night, Andrew. And you have to look at adversity first. This team hasn't had a whole lot of it when they started the season 8-0. They haven't had balls not go their way. They haven't made mistakes, self-inflicting wounds. They haven't had calls go against them. So now we're seeing that they have some adversity after this game, and how do they respond? Well, accountability is a huge part of this Eagles locker room. I wrote an article about it last week. They believe they hold each other to a very high standard. Left tackle Jordan Mailata was telling me after the game. We saw that Brandon Graham penalty at the end of the game. He said, BG came up to me in the toilet. He's allowed to say that because he's Australian. That means bathroom. To come up to me and said, that's my bad. That's on me. That, that was my fault. And I talked to Brandon Graham after the game, and he said, I'm excited to see how we respond to this. Because in 2017, when we won the Super Bowl, we had times where we were cruising. And he said, I don't want to say that we were cruising at 8-0, but we maybe were feeling ourselves a little bit. I want to see how we respond to this. And my lot of followed later when I spoke to him, Andrew, saying that that's his favorite thing about this locker room, that guys hold themselves to that standard. And now they have a narrative, Jeff, that has out there, according to Nick Sirianni, if you run the football against us, that's how you beat us. They now have three running backs coming at them in Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, and Derrick Henry in the next three games. Exactly. James Palmer, toilet humor, literally humor about I had to get it in there. I mean, it worked. In an Australian accident, well done. It was brilliant. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the commanders and their quarterback here, Jeff Chidia, because Taylor Heineke, they love him. They truly do love him. They tried to replace him in the offseason, but here he is now 3-1 and one with Carson Wentz out. But Wentz is due back soon. What do they do? Well, I think Tyler Haneke looks like the obvious choice to keep playing, and I know Ron Rivera has been very coy about wanting to deal with this decision that was looming. Even last week he talked about, let's play the game and see what happens. After this game, he was talking about Heineke's grit and leadership. And you, McLaren was talking about, you can see this team plays differently when he's playing quarterback. So I don't see how you can go away from a player who's gotten you three wins in the last four games without great stats, to be honest with you. I mean, he's only completing 60% of his passes, and he's only and he's actually had five turnovers. But this team plays differently, and Ron Rivera is a gambler. Riverboat Ron, he's probably going to ride this one out with this quarterback. All right, next week, if it is Taylor Heineke, they're on the road on a short week against the one-win Houston Texans, a team that if the playoffs were to start right now, well, they wouldn't be in them, but they would have the first overall pick. Thank you, James Palmer. Thank you, Jeff Chidea. The Eagles finally lose. The Commanders get to 500 at 5-5. Five and five. All right, yeah, that game is big in Houston, kind of, sort of. This game is bigger. It's the Vikings and the Cowboys in Minnesota with right now the Vikings right on the Eagles' heel with the number two seed in the NFC. Remember, Philadelphia does have that week two head-to-head. That certainly may factor after 18 weeks. This game means a lot. Jim Trotter, Brian Baldinger, back with me. The Vikings have ripped off seven consecutive. What's most impressive to you? You know, Andrew, it's the fact that each of those seven wins have been by one possession. 
um, a one-possession score. So what's interesting here is that even after they beat Buffalo, what do you still hear? You still hear people saying that the Bills are a better team than the Vikings. And if you're Kevin O'Connell, you have to love this. When I was in that locker room earlier this year and talking to those players about how they were being minimized in terms of national coverage, they said, that's fine. What we're going to go out and do is earn it and keep stacking wins. And, that, and that's what they've done. Now, I called one coach who was lost to the, to the Vikings and said, look, just how real are they? And he said, I don't view this the way other people do. He said, they are for real. And he said, when you win close games like that, that reflects competitive character. And that's what the Minnesota Vikings have, Baldy. Absolutely. And right now they're the quarterback making every single throw, whereas Jerry Jones, Baldy, is on the radio defending Dak Prescott. Compare these two guys right now. Well, I think, you know, Dak, had a, he didn't have his best game, you know, on Sunday. Um, you know, the interceptions, one looked like miscommunication with him and CD. And you wonder, how can that be? That's their number one wide receiver. Uh, I, he just didn't look real sharp, you know. And to lose a, a lead like that, it always kind of falls on the quarterback. I don't want to put it all on Dak because defensively, uh, they were terrible against the run. They, they looked tired at the end of that game, the way the Packers ran the ball against them. But I think that right now, you know, Dallas has to kind of maybe take a look back at what they were doing when Cooper Rush was that quarterback because they really concentrated on running the football and protecting the quarterback rather than trying to be this big spread offense where he had all these different options and you're asking a very veteran quarterback to read the whole field. I, I feel like that might not be the best formula for this team, especially against a team that can run it like Green Bay can where maybe you want to take a little air out of the ball. And maybe you want to be able to, you know, control the tempo of the game a little bit better with your running game. And so it's just something to look at. I'm sure Mike McCarthy's looking at the whole thing right now because that one will sting for a while, the way that they lost on Sunday. Yeah, and the Vikings, or rather the Cowboys, do not want that 0-2 NFC North Green Bay Minnesota road trip to drop them. Coming up next... Huge game of the NFC West, and it's in Mexico City. Buddha is here. Buddha Baker on Cardinals Cam, straight ahead. Nothing can stop me. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. So Germany was amazing. Munich, fantastic. Monday night is going to be so cool. We are back in Mexico City. Estadio Azteca for the 49ers and the Cardinals. A rematch, if you will, of the very first regular season game played outside the U.S. These same two teams in 2005. That was pretty darn cool with 103,000 people there and Denny Green coaching in 2005. Josh McCown threw for 385 that day. Great rivalry, great game, great atmosphere. Falta una semana, which means one week to go before Monday Night Football. This guy's going to be there coming off a huge win here in L.A. Buda Baker of the Arizona Cardinals joins us on NFL Now. How are you, Buda? I'm doing great. How about you? Doing well. Can you imagine what that atmosphere 
after watching the Munich game. I know you watched that from your hotel room on yeah. Sunday morning. What that is going to be like for you guys on Monday night. Yeah, definitely a special atmosphere. You know, like you said, watching uh, in Germany, you know, those guys uh, traveled well, of course. Um, and in Mexico, it's going to be the same exact thing. Very excited. This team is excited to go over there and play in front of some more fans, some different fans. More fans, different fans. 103,000 fans for that first game. They could pack a hundred grand into that stadium, Buddha. It's at altitude. You've got the noise. It's it's like, yeah. have they been talking to you guys about how cool that's going to be and how different it's going to be for you? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you know, my rookie year, we played out in London um, against the Rams, so that was a definitely a total different experience and this is just going to be another experience for us experience for these young guys and um you know it's going to be very exciting like you said a hundred hundred thousand that's a lot of people so it's going to be very fun very lively and uh hopefully you know we get that w you have anything special planned like any any special uh, outfit walking <laughs> into the stadium getting off the bus you know, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. You know, I'm still thinking about it. Uh, you know, we'll see. All right. You got a week to plan it. But as you said, you're coming off a win, which is certainly big. And I know it was huge for you, Buddha. You had the interception. You guys came here 0-3 in the division, and you beat the Rams. Yeah. Buddha, you weren't supposed to play in this game. They told you you'd be out, what, three to four weeks? Yeah, yeah. And you, yeah, you, I mean, you made it because your teammates <laughs> called you a Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, when they told me that, got the MRI in, they told me. And for me, you know, I'm a big take it one day at a time person. So, you know, I know they told me that, but at the end of the day, I was going to work, you know, my butt off to try to get back onto that field as soon as possible. And, uh, you know, kudos to the, to the Arizona Cardinals training staff and, um, you know, just the tremendous hours of work I put in to get that ankle right, good enough to play. And, uh, you know, I told them I was going to play. And, of course, there was some, you know, I don't know yet. But I said, you know, I'm going to warm up early and then we'll, we'll, we'll take it at that. So uh, definitely got the, got the play. Glad we got the W. And, uh, you know, now on to the 49ers. Yeah, you missed only 12 snaps. So you, you did more than just play. You played well and you barely came off the field. You also tweeted when you did come off the field. I can't say the whole thing on air, Buddha. Uh, but you said, quote, <laughs> hashtag sore as bleep. Uh, yep. yep. How, you, how you feeling now? <laughs> oh, man. You know, definitely a lot better. Um, you know, going to continue to get my treatment in and uh, continue to get my ankle right so I can play this Sunday. So, um, you know, didn't really feel anything during the game. And then, of course, after that, after that last snap, you know, it's, all the all the adrenaline and all that type of stuff wears out, and uh, you know I had had a little bit of soreness, but just so glad we got that W. You also wrote the mind is very powerful, something I think we yes. can all agree upon. Last week, for those who didn't see it, you were kind of sort of Buddha, the star of the uh, first episode of the new Hard Knocks on HBO Max. I mean, we've had you before, yeah. had you on Inside Training Camp Live. Everyone loves your energy, everyone loves your play, but they saw a different side of you. Let's roll the tape if we don't embarrass you too much. Man, I want to challenge time. you guys. Somebody play harder than Buddha in a game. Watch where the sun comes from here. Try to play harder than What kind of defense would we have? Hey, listen up. Listen the right, up, man. Right. We're going in this week mad, angry. We got to make this slimy, make this dirty. Win. That's the only 
go on our mindset is win. That's it, man. We gave them one in Seattle with win. Win. Hey, man. Win. Buddha, who is that guy? Because on TV, yeah. you are the chillest, <laughs> calmest, respectful, quietest dude here. Who's that yeah. guy? Oh, man. You know, that guy is just a very passionate guy that, you know, of course, wants to win. You know, I hate losing. Um, whether that's a football game or rock, paper, scissors, you know, I'm a very competitive guy. I've been like that my whole entire life. And if I can control some type of, you know, awareness to, you know, let's work at work and win on Sundays, then I'm going to do that every single time because, of course, there's no I in team and we, this is a big team for us. Everybody has to play collective football and, uh, you know, everybody has to have that one goal and one mindset each and every week. And that is to win. So. You know, I'm just telling my guys, man, it's win, win. No other thing else, win. So that's why I'm always going to uh, communicate to my guys. You know, of course, we're going to put the work in. But, you know, at the end of the day, every time you put that work in on that Sunday or Monday, whatever type of day it is that you play, you want to get that win. So that's, that's, my, guy, that's my preacher to, to the guys, man, just <laughs> and, win. And, <laughs> and it worked. And for those who don't know how hard knocks works, usually you look back to the previous week, right? So... This week's episode coming out on Wednesday, we'll look back to last week and leading up to your victory over the Rams. Last week was kind of different. You guys were 0-3 in the division. Kyler had the hamstring injury he was nursing. He didn't end up playing. Uh, I mean, there were columns in the paper about Cliff Kingsbury being on the hot seat. Give us a sneak peek. What do you think Wednesday's episode shows about everything you guys went through last week? Oh, I mean, it's just adversity. You know, you, you go through adversity um, you know, all the time throughout a season. And of course, you know, we were on that losing streak and, uh, you know, everything, everything in the building, all the guys are trying to work and work harder and do all the little things that they can do possible just to get that W by the, for that next week. So of course you guys are going to see, you know, a lot of passion. You guys are going to see a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of want and need to win, a lot of hard workers and all that type of good things. And at the end of the day, you guys are going to see us trying to win, you know, us going throughout the week to, to win the game. And uh, that's what you guys are going to see. And see you guys getting ready for the 49ers here as well. I know you love facing George yeah. Kittle. We barely even got to them. Obviously, Buddha wanted to talk about you. Yeah. And uh, that great performance this past Sunday and now a trip to Mexico City. Buddha Baker, safe travels. Uh, Hope, uh, hope you're feeling better, and good luck on Monday night. Yes, thank you. Tune in. Of course, I will tune in. You got my word. I was watching last night as well. Last night's Monday night game. Where are the commanders in the power rankings now? Do they take command? Dan Hansus is here. The new number's next. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
So Dan Hantus and I are having a Harry Styles conversation off-air. We'll save that for off-air. We'll talk about the Eagles now in the power rankings. They finally lost last night. Hantus, they will not go 17-0. Enough with the 72 Dolphins tweets, right? They weren't going to get there. They're still a very good team. The Commanders, hmm, 5-5. Anyway, let's put up the new rankings here. They're the power rankings, not the power standings. NFL.com, there's also a podcast. We have the Eagles at one. The Chiefs go up one by beating the Jaguars. The Vikings are up four to number three. Man, we could do a whole show on this. Matter of fact, we do do a whole show on this. Again, it's called the the Power Rankings Podcast here with Dan and, and normally... Connie Fox. All right. So the Eagles are still number one. You're cool with that. I think we're still cool with that. It's just, it's just so yeah. 2022 that I hesitated for weeks to put Eagles at number one. I had the Bills ahead of them. And then as soon as I go all in and put the Eagles up at number one last week, they nosedive on Monday night. And yet I thought that the the game, I'm not going to say fluky because that's disrespectful to what the commanders pulled off. I didn't see some team that got exposed. I saw just a bad night, some fluky things happened, some officiating decisions that I don't agree with. I think they'll be fine, and, and beyond the number one spot, I don't, I don't see a clear team that should be holding the scepter right now. Uh, okay, so you had the chance to edit, you didn't. You have the Vikings, however, up four to number three. The Minnesota Vikings have won seven consecutive games. They went into Buffalo and beat the Bills, yes. okay, which I know as a Jets fan you're now used to. And yet they're still number three. Well, they, they've moved up now. They're in the top three. They've been on a steady climb. And I have had some trepidation about these Vikings during this winter. You wouldn't put them ahead of the Chiefs. Would I buy in? Can I buy in? Beat the Bills in Buffalo? And I will buy in. And I say putting them at number three constitutes buy-in, Mr. Siciliano. I really like... What if they beat the Cowboys? Then you're talking. you got to see what happens with the Eagles this upcoming week, the Chiefs. But I believe this was the game that I, like many others, needed to see as the proof of concept that they could actually go on the road against a legit contender and knock a team off. So I thought that was super impressive. Was I ready to bump them all the way up to number one? No, but do I think they're capable of getting to number one? Yes, and that's not where I was before Sunday. Okay, when a team makes it into the top ten, that is a big deal for Dan. When a team goes from 12 to 4, I mean, that is a huge deal. I am all in here on the Dolphins. But what was so impressive about beating up a banged-up Browns defense that made you go from 12 to 4 on the See, Dolphins. now your fan leanings are showing, Mr. Brown. They they were because of the 85-degree heat. They were <laughs> rotating in third-string D linemen in no. the second half. This is also the same Cleveland defense that shut down and embarrassed oh, they owned Cincinnati uh, the previous Monday Joe night Burrow on Halloween. All I'm saying is the reason it wasn't necessarily the Browns. It's the fact that they are stacking these performances week after week. And there, it's a four-game winning streak. During the last three games, they're averaging 35 points a game and 450 total yards. And it's not just Tua and Waddle and Tyreek. The running game is humming. They're just kind of unstoppable right now. And if anyone in the AFC is not saying I'm a little bit scared of the Dolphins, they're lying to you because they are frightening right now. Yeah, I'm joking with you. They, they look great. They played great. I, I'm still concerned about the defense, but I don't want to play that track team anywhere. You have a dry sense of humor, but I always understand it. You don't have to ever apologize for your bits. Okay. I don't know that it was a bit, and if it was, it wasn't funny. <laughs> um, what happened to the Bills wasn't funny either. You've only dropped them to five, despite the fact that they lose again 
and they kind of sort of self-destructed. They did, and it's weird what's going on with Josh Allen, with these mistakes he's making, and yet they came, obviously, very close to winning that game. They are, to me, still in the back of my mind, the team that I, I can see hoisting Lombardi at the end of the season. Every team goes through peaks and valleys. This is a valley for the Bills, and I don't think they're cratering, but I think Josh Allen, when he's watching this tape, is saying to himself, I got to clean this up. I mean, the second and 10 overtime throw in the end zone that was picked off, that's the type of stuff that wasn't happening earlier in the season, and I think it's good coaching and a truly great quarterback. They're going to get that cleaned up. He'll get a little healthier, and I think the Bills are going to be okay. I don't see them dipping out of the top ten at any point, and I would not be surprised to see them reclaim the throne by the end of the season. They're just going through it a little bit right now. We tease the commanders here coming into this segment here. Washington is up 6-17, to 17, one spot behind Green Bay. That that win over the Cowboys got them six spots up to 16? Yeah, and I, I think that it's a reminder that sometimes with a Carson Wentz team, and I know he's not playing right now, but with a, a Carson Wentz team, it, it you get shrouded from the actual story around them. The idea that they um, have a really good defense, and now Chase Young is coming back, and I, and I really like the Packers, obviously, what they've done here. Um, that was a must-need-to-have-a game and a great performance down the stretch in that game. I think it's something they could build off, and I think they will. I don't think the Packers are going away. NFL.com slash power rankings. For those who don't know, I listen to the Around the NFL podcast every day. Not every day, but a couple times a week on 1.75 speed. That's too fast. I do to get through the whole podcast on my run. It sounds like Dan is sitting next to me <laughs> slurring his words right now. I'm not You don't know what I did before this hit. this slowly. <laughs> NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.